You can be an optimistic person with a negative attitude, and you can also be a pessimistic person with a positive attitude. You get to choose. And welcome to the Runpreneur Podcast with me, your host, Sierra Carter, as we find ways to help you run your life instead of letting life run you. Today's episode is number 36, I Used to Be Optimistic. As we talk on this Motivational Monday, the difference between optimism and positivity because there's a lot going on in this world, and those two words are being thrown around wherever somebody feels like they should be placed. So we should decipher them and really break it down to knowing ourselves and what we are for future outlooks and in every single given situation. So today's sponsor is Anchor. And if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. It's super simple, how I love it. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Apple, Spotify, and whatever other podcast channel you like to listen to podcasts on. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And you guys, it's pretty much everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So if you're thinking about starting a podcast soon, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. I promise you won't regret it. Okay, you guys, so it is Motivational Monday. So before we get into our topic today, I want to go over the four questions I ask you every single Monday because it's a brand new opportunity to work towards the goals and what we want this week. So we can't let that go by us. We're going to ask ourselves these questions to stay on track. Are you guys ready? Grab a pen, grab a piece of paper, grab your iPad, get your notes out on your phone, Whatever it is that you write down and you will look at, you got to make this visible. If you do not make this visible, it's really not worth worth doing. So here's the first question. What is one long-term goal that you have? It may be the same as last week or it might have changed and evolved over the week. But this week, what is that one long-term goal that you have? Number two. What is one thing that you want to get done this week towards that goal? If you're building a business, and I'll use this as an example, sometimes there's a lot that goes into building a business. But if this week you say, I want to get my website up, that's the one thing. It doesn't matter if I have an accounting software or if I you know, market myself this week. I just want to get the website up. That is your one goal. That is your one thing. So what is your one thing this week that you want to get done towards that long-term goal? Number three is one thing you want to avoid. This might be a little bit trickier because you're sitting there wondering, I I don't really want to avoid anything. I'll give you an example of mine. I want to avoid being at everybody else's beck and call this week. 
I have a schedule. Yes, it can maneuver if I do want to go do something. But if I am constantly throwing aside my priorities because other people called me to go paddle boarding, to go do this, to go do that, I will never get to what I want. So that is my one thing this week is to avoid being at everybody else's beck and call, being ha- establishing the ability to say no so I can get things I need to get done. And finally, what is one thing you want to do to relax? Ladies, Florida's opening their salons tomorrow. We can all go get our hair and our nails done. And it will feel amazing because we haven't been able to do it for what? Almost two months now? We're, we're getting there close. It's been about two months since the 10th, 11th. Yeah, the 11th. Today has been two months since we pretty much shut down the world. So what is that one thing you want to do to relax? And again, you can cram it all into one day if you need one day to relax or 30 to 60 minutes a day, just you time so you can keep your energy high and keep running your life. All right, so I hope you guys ask yourself these questions. Keep your answers visible throughout the week so you can hold yourself accountable to getting things done. But we're going to move on to our topic today, and that is optimism versus positivity. It's not optimism versus pessimism, and I'll tell you exactly why. But optimism and positivity, we usually use interchangeably. But are we using it the correct way? No, we really aren't all of the time. Now, yes, in some situations, it can be used interchangeably. But the hindsight and really the general idea of both words is not for them to be used interchangeably. And here's why. So optimism is more guided towards future thinking. It's how we see the world. Is it favorable or is it unfavorable? You'll see this in optimi- or um, opportunists. You have pessimists. Glass empty, glass half full, whatever you think the world really looks like. Kind of the general outcome of the world. Now, positivity is more the attitude that you choose in the moment thinking and how you will choose that attitude no matter what. And I want to make a huge distinction. When we talk and talk about ourselves and say, hey, I'm naturally an optimistic person or somebody else is saying I'm a naturally positive person they see themselves as both and that's okay but I want to make a distinction you can be an optimistic person with a negative point of view in in a situation you can also be a pessimist with a positive point of view in some situations do you see what I'm saying you're worldview may be more on the glass half empty side thinking oh everything's wrong kind of like what we see in the media like no matter what we do nothing is good but if you're more optimistic you think well you know what everything happens for a reason no matter what you know everything will work out in the end and if it's not the end or if it doesn't work out it's not the end that's their that's more their view so this makes a huge difference when we're talking about specific situations. And I'm going to give you three reasons why optimism and positivity are generally very different. 
So that first reason is it's trait versus choice. So a lot of researchers and studies show that optimism is actually more of a trait rather than it is a choice. Let's think this through. If you've ever seen Parks and Rec, and I can't remember his name, but he's the old dude with the mustache. And he kind of, I think his name's Ron. And he sits there and he's very pessimistic about absolutely everything, right? He's very low energy, pessimistic, doesn't care. Well, I don't guarantee it, but I can say, you know, nine times out of ten, if you look at his parents, one of them is most likely like that. Because a lot of the behaviors that we have ingrained in us came from our parents. Also, it can be hereditary. Now, positive is a choice, all right? And this is where that deciphering comes in. I might be an optimistic person, so I think everything's going to work out in the end. If it doesn't work out, it's not the end, and we got to just keep going and just keep smiling. But let's say something happens, and this could be COVID. Now, let's say I'm that naturally optimistic person, but COVID hits And then all of a sudden, my attitude turns negative. It turns negative for weeks on end. But I still have that view. I might be a Debbie Downer, negative right now, but I still believe everything's going to work out in the end if we can just get past this COVID problem. All right, so I'm still an optimistic person. I just choose to be negative right now. Now, it can be the other way around. I can choose to be positive. Hey, this gives us opportunities to rebuild what we want. It gives an opportunity for a lot of businesses to deep clean and kind of, you know, restructure themselves or, you know, however you want to see it in a positive manner. And through this entire thing, I've had a lot of podcasts on the positive aspects about COVID. Although there's a lot of doom and gloom and negative news flying through our face, there are a lot of positive aspects. So I'm an optimistic person with a positive, more positive view and choice or attitude that I choose in the moment. All right, the second reason, which I've already been talking about, is optimistic and positivity, a difference is how things will work out versus how I will respond. So we kind of already went over this. Optimism assumes that everything will work out in the end. Again, I assume that COVID will pass and everybody will be just fine. Now, positivity, I have to choose in that moment, day by day, minute by minute, how I am going to feel. I want to highlight a key sentence how I want to feel. There are a lot of people that would love to choose how they want you to feel. Don't you dare let them. I would never let anybody else choose how I want to feel. All right, that's my choice. And in this situation, it could be negative and it could be positive. Just because you have a positive attitude does not, uh, sorry, does not mean you're an optimistic person. Just because you have a negative attitude does not mean you're a negative person. Don't let anybody label you anything because they might not know the difference. So that brings us to the last point, which is probably my favorite point, and that is blind spot versus sight. 
Okay, so think of it this way. If you're optimistic, you're going to have some blind spots because your view of the world is positive. Again, that's how you choose. But the outcome is positive. It's not negative. It's not taking away from something. It's adding to something. Let's use positive in that sense for optimism. So you're optimistic and you believe after COVID, everything's just going to be great. We're going to all be open. We're all going to be super happy. Don't worry about anything else. Now, realistically, it seems like optimistic people forget about reality. Because the reality is COVID, there are going to be a lot of negative things that are going to happen after this. A lot of businesses are going to shut down. A lot of people have lost their jobs. A lot of people are going bankrupt and people are going to start losing their homes and their cars because they ha- we haven't been able to work for so long. But if you're optimistic, you think, well, if you just open up the economy and everything's going to go back to normal. It doesn't work that way, right? So you kind of have those blind spots, those obstacles of, well, there was no money circulating, so businesses can't rehire everybody or people can't just go back to work like that. There's other problems that are going on. But if you have an optimistic view, you think, I just do one thing, solve the problem, everything is going to be grand and we don't have to worry about it anymore. Now, if you're on the pessimistic side, obviously the latter will go to you. Now, if you're positive, so let's say you can be an optimistic person, but you're positive in every situation. So positivity actually sees and acknowledges the obstacles at that point in time. Let's say I'm somebody, I lost my job. I lost my job due to COVID. Well, you know what? I might not be the most optimistic person to think everything's going to work out in the end. Maybe I'm a little bit more pessimistic attitude with COVID in general. But I can see the situation as, you know what? Maybe this is my time to make a career change. Maybe this is my time to start something that I've always wanted to do. I have a positive attitude because I chose that positive attitude. I chose not to see the negative side of, well, I lost my job, I'm going to lose my house, and everything else is going to collapse on me. I chose positivity, which I can get through the obstacles. I want you to think of a manager or a boss or maybe a friend that you've had that showed hey, I'm a very optimistic person. This is how it's all going to work out and it's all going to be grand. But then you were trying to tell them, hey, it's, you know, okay, let's talk about this way. My friend, I have a friend. We love to go out and do things. Very optimistic about doing things. So the other day we were going to go kayaking and we were very optimistic. It was going to be a beautiful day. Well, because we're optimistic and we're like, oh, it's going to be great. We're not going to even worry about anything because it's going to work out how it's supposed to work out. We kind of overlooked that it's windy and we wanted to go paddle boarding and the current was extremely strong and we'd have to fight the wind and then we'd forget sunscreen. So we forgot those little obstacles. And what was even worse was we were a little bit negative in in the moment when they arose because our optimism blindsided us to see those obstacles. Think about a manager or a boss who might have done the same thing. They want that one strong, good outcome, but they refuse to acknowledge the reality of the obstacles that might hinder any progress. And usually these optimistic people are very negative towards obstacles because it's something getting in their way to their general outcome. 
But if you're positive in every situation to get around the obstacles, it can make all the difference. So that's really, those are the three key points for the difference between positivity and optimism. Now I want you to ask yourself what you are. Again, optimism is more of a trait. What are you? Are you a pessimist? Are you an optimist? Have you seen where you've kind of gone wrong in situations where you had a very positive outcome if you're optimistic, but at the same time when an obstacle arose, it kind of knocked you on your on your butt? It's very common. I know I'm that way. I'm very optimistic, but I can be very negative in situations that get in my way for obstacles. I still get through them. Some people don't even do that. Some people let every obstacle hit them as hard as it can and knock them to their, to their butt and they never get back up. Don't be that person. Be optimistic, but also be positive in every situation. Because just because you're optimistic does not mean you're posit- you are, posit- are a positive person as well. A positive person will see the good in every situation, situation by situation, not just the general outcome. So find out who you are or who you should change to be. And I'm not saying you should change, but shift your mindset to be so you can be more successful for the weeks, the days, and the moments to come. Okay, so moving on to the next segment, and that is because today is Motivational Monday. I want to get you excited because things are starting to open up. Life might start getting back to normal, and that means some of us will be traveling, especially the essential workers who did not get a break. I'm sure you are dreaming of a vacation right now. And although this is not coming up anytime soon, And it could take a lot of effort to get into. I am talking about the New York City Marathon. This, hopefully, cross our fingers, is going to happen November 1st, 2020. It's usually that first weekend of November. A lot of excitement builds. And you have to qualify to get into this race. Not everybody has to qualify. So there are three separate ways for for Normal people, not elites, to get into the race. Obviously, if you're elite, you'll get in. But if you're like the other 99% of us who aren't elite and running for a career, we do have to find a way into the marathon. And just like Boston, you do have to qualify. Now, I am going to say I was a little shocked that the qualifying times for the New York City Marathon are actually a lot tougher than the Boston Marathon. This could be just because Boston's prestigious qualifying for and running at least, but New York City is more competitive. So I'm going to give an example. My age group is 18 to 35, or maybe it's 20 to 35. It's one of those age groups, or 34. I could be completely wrong. I should know my age group. But for Boston, I had to run three hours and 30 minutes or better for a marathon. In New York, I have to do three hours and 13 or better. Now, of course, they don't have that final lineup where you line up and then they line you up by time and then they cut off so many 
minutes where you had to beat the qualifying time by. That's pretty much a first come first serve basis for those that qualified. I have actually had quite a few people and friends I know they qualified for the New York City Marathon through half marathons, which is also possible, which is not possible in Boston. But the qualifying field filled up so fast, they didn't get in. So that's kind of a Debbie Downer on that. But this year was a little bit different because it is the 50th, an- <laughs> talk about my lisp, 50th anniversary of the, mar- uh, the New York City Marathon. So there's a lot of people trying to get into it. But unfortunately, I'm not even sure what's going on with marathons come fall because we're talking about that second spike that could happen in October, November, December area. So we don't know. So we'll just have to see what happens with this marathon this year. But what's really cool about the New York City Marathon is it goes through the five boroughs of New York City. That's Manhattan, Brooklyn, Queens, Staten Island, and the Bronx. And it's also a point-to-point marathon. So you're not making a loop. You're not making two loops around the city. You're starting in Staten Island and I think finishing in Manhattan. I'm not a total tourist or familiar with New York City. I know a lot of people are. I've actually never been up there. Definitely a destination race that I'm going to set my goals on to try to qualify for when this COVID stuff finally passes us by. So check out to see if the New York City Marathon is something you want to set your sights on and we can find ways to get into it through charities, lottery, and qualifying. So that is all I have for today's episode here on the Runpreneur Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. And if you enjoyed it, please give it a like and subscribe and even leave a review. You can also head over to my Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter page at The Runpreneur for more content, motivation, and updates for future shows. As always, you guys, stay healthy and run your lives. See you next time.